0: You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is officially my. First podcast that I am recording in 2022. All the podcasts that you guys have been listening to were ones that I had recorded the previous year. So this is the official first one that I'm standing at my standing desk in my home office recording this podcast, which is exciting. We did some traveling last week. We went up to the mountains for a few days. We were at a wedding out in Albany for a few days, and so taking that full week to kind of recharge has left me feeling so much more, I guess, recharged going into all my consults and appointments and everything that I've been doing this week. It's been a really great week so far as I'm recording this. So as you're listening to this, I recorded it about a week prior. So we're still in the second week of January. And it's really cool because I have a lot of exciting things kind of coming down the pipeline. I'm currently working through the Further Foods 10 day sugar detox with everybody who wanted to join in in my online membership. And then on the 24th, in my online membership, we are officially starting the metabolic makeover. So that's pretty exciting. It's essentially geared towards really helping you become metabolically flexible. So if you struggle with acne, if you struggle with irregular periods, if you struggle with weight gain, if you struggle with, Hangriness or not feeling full and satisfied, or having that food freedom to be able to leave your house for two hours without having to take a protein bar or a snack. This is definitely for you because this is a, a, a group program that we're going to go through together. I'm going to have a ton of educational modules. I'm going to have, have a lot of reflecting things, but we're also going to be doing a lot of self experimentation with measuring our own blood sugar, with continuous glucose monitors, and It's going to be very, very eye-opening and really helping you choose what works best for you. And I'm there to help guide you. And so anyone who's a part of my online membership will get access to it. My online membership has a ton of perks, and that's a huge one. You get access to the parasite protocol. You get access to your ultimate health guide. You get access to now the metabolic makeover. We do group Zooms every single month. I pop in there for a lot of lives. There's daily education, all my recipes, all the things are all in the membership. And so I did want to share that because that is starting soon. And so if you wanted to get in on that, you can just join the group. There's nothing that you have to specifically do by the 24th because the 24th and the first week is really going to be like an intro kind of documenting and journaling what we're finding symptoms that you're experiencing and like really kind of playing around with things. It's not going to be until week probably two to three to four that we're going to start implementing the continuous glucose monitors or just the standard blood prick, whatever you can do, um, whatever means works best for you. I find continuous glucose monitoring absolutely fascinating and I've learned a lot from it myself. So I am going to advocate for that. But even if just measuring your blood sugar with a $20, Glucometer that you can get from the drugstore that can also be totally fine because we can still get good knowledge from that. So I did want to share that because that is coming up really soon. So if you want to join the membership, you can just go to slash membership read about all the good stuff we've got going on, join, and we got a we've we've got an awesome 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 community in there. So I know that you're going to be in good hands. Today's episode, I really wanted to talk about fertility and preconception because a lot of people really don't start focusing on this until they decide, okay, yeah, I'm ready to get pregnant now. When in reality, preconception can be years before you want to actually get pregnant. And that is absolutely the case for me. I went off birth control about five years ago with the intention in mind that one day I want to have children. And currently, especially within the last year, I've really, I really want to get my body into a a complete prime state. I want to be physically strong. I want to be strong mentally. I want to be detoxed and just really super nourished. And I think that's the best way that one, we can go into a pregnancy because you're going to be more fertile, you're going to have an easier time getting pregnant when your body's not dealing with toxic stressors, when it's not dealing with a toxic environment, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, environmental, whatever, because all of those toxins really do contribute to a burden and everybody's bucket is a little bit different, but especially when we're dealing with pregnancy, so much can be transferred through the umbilical cord in terms of actual physical toxins, that the more that we can limit them, especially prior to conception for both parties involved, the better. And so I don't really have a timeline on when we are choosing to have kids. You know, it's going to be sometime I'm sure within the next few years, but I really am taking my health seriously now, not just because of that, not because I want to raise the most alpha elite children in the entire planet, which we will do if if having kids is, you know, in the cards for us. But it's also really important because I work with a lot of people who really they come to me and they are like, okay, now my husband and I are trying to get pregnant and like none of the healing has been done. Their body has not detoxed ever. And so I just wanted to put this podcast episode out here so that I can educate you guys on really a realistic time frame that it will take potentially to get your body to optimal. And while everybody is different, I don't think this is a message that we're necessarily hearing that preconception is so incredibly important. And preconception isn't necessarily a month or two before you wanna try. Like I said, it's it's probably at least six months to a year. Um, and in my case, I mean our case, we're just you know really trying to get ahead of the ball game. And like I said, I'm not just doing all the things that I'm doing for pregnancy. I'm doing all the things that I'm doing for longevity, for optimal health, for quality of life. For all of, all of the above, but that's obviously just a huge bonus. So I really kind of wanted to just chat about some, some things that you can start doing. So I've talked many times before on this podcast about tracking your cycle and you can track your cycle many different ways. I use the Ava band. I did just get the upgraded form of whoop. So it is now able to track your temperature. And it does already track my cycle. So I'm interested to see what trends I see there. I do still like the Ava because of the fact that it is fertility focused. So I do wear that and that's very nice because I don't have to worry about waking up and taking my temperature, uh, which is a huge way that you can either practice uh, natural family planning and just like have a natural more form, more natural form of birth control. So that's something that I have been doing for over a year and a half now. Is doing that so that Ava can learn my cycle, the Ava can learn my period, uh, my periods. It can learn, you know, my physiology a little bit, and so I can even learn it. Right? I'm not just. I'm never leaving fate up to an app ever. I want to see the trends. I want to see what happens with stress. I want to see what happens, what affects my stress levels. I wanna. I want to see all of those things. So. If you're not already tracking your cycle, no, you don't need to go out and buy the Ava band. You can just start tracking your cycle in a free app. You can track it in flow. You can track it in the health app within the iPhone. There's so, so, so many apps. I believe Dr. Mindy Pels in the pot last week's podcast did ch- mention an app that she really likes to use. And for some reason I'm having a hard time recalling it. So you can just go back and listen to that episode if you didn't, because that one was amazing, but if you're not already tracking your cycle, you need to, because obviously we're only fertile three to five days, maybe seven out of the month, because we have kind of a fertile window before we ovulate. And then once we ovulate, that is like the main event and we are no longer fertile after we release the egg. Right. So, um, I've talked about that on podcasts before on kind of what's going on in your cycle, how to understand it. And so if you do need a little bit more in-depth education on that, definitely go back and check out those previous episodes because I I really, really do a deep dive on like all about your cycle. But if you're not tracking it, I would definitely start tracking it. Just so you have an idea. So that, you know, if fertility and being becoming pregnant is is your end goal that you have a framework that you're working with and a a little window that you really want to optimize. So how I had mentioned earlier, how it's really important for both partners to be optimally healthy is because obviously half the DNA is coming from one partner and half the DNA is coming from the other. And so because of that, it's really important for not only you, but both parties to be incredibly invested to, to what investment looks like for you in terms of like how can we optimize our nutrition? How can we get the absolute most out of what we're eating? Are we eating enough healthy fats to make healthy hormones, especially for women? Are we making sure that we're limiting and minimizing environmental toxins because of the toxic burden that we all have? And everybody's is a little bit different, but how that can also get passed to the baby, which is something that we don't We want to minimize as much as we can. I don't expect anyone to live in a sterile, perfect 100% bubble. I know that's not possible, but as much as we can, as much as we can optimize it now is a really like kind of in this preconception phase is a really, really great time to get your hormones tested. You can do things like a Dutch test. Um, I, for a friend last year who she's pretty big on social media and she's been very outspoken about her pregnancy journey and everything we did Dutch tests on both her and her partner. And like, we were able to get a really good look and see, okay, where are you guys both optimally? And how can we uh, tweak some things? And, um, I, I think, I think that that's a really great tool that you can use to kind of get a baseline for yourself, especially if you've never done one, don't run one, obviously the month before you're trying to get pregnant, because there's going to be work. I'm sure that needs to be done unless you're hundred percent perfect. You feel great. You've been working on yourself for a long time, or you're just a unicorn That's fine, Um, but I'm not a unicorn, and pretty much everybody that I work with is not a unicorn, and so healing takes time, and so that's one thing that I think I'm really just trying to hound in in this podcast is when you think you're ready, that's great, but I want you to know that like... I want you to have done the healing and things that it takes. There's been people where we start working together in, you know, within a month or two of on a protocol, they get pregnant and those that's amazing. But then there's also people where we're working together, six, seven, eight, plus months, really, really trying to chip away the layers, decrease the toxic burden, get any, get rid of any parasites, candida or yeast, and really like start optimizing their cycle, boosting the progesterone and really kind of evaluating. Um, it really depends on how much you have to work on. And that's like a self-evaluation thing that hopefully with you have listened to this podcast, uh, you have a pretty sound, you have a pretty sound knowledge on what optimal sounds like And hopefully you're getting a sense through your journey of of what optimal can start to feel like, Um, or at least you have kind of an idea. And if you are super lost, obviously, you know, reach out to a practitioner and and really work one-on-one with a practitioner to help you get there. But I do just, again, want people to know that it takes time I think there's a lot of people where we'll run a dutch test and they're like okay I want to get pregnant in two months and things are just completely off and would medication or would medicating your way or for doing fertility meds potentially help yeah it, it probably would but is that fixing the root issue so that then when you're pregnant and then postpartum those issues are going to continue to still be there whereas if you can go into it as optimal as you can get we're never going to be a hundred percent ever. None of us are. We can feel what feels like the best that we've ever felt. And that's a great place to strive for. And if it happens where you're not there yet, and you do get pregnant, that's okay. You can still support yourself. I've supported many people through their pregnancy with still kind of focusing on healing where, where it can happen, because it's not like once, if you once, and if you do get pregnant, you have to stop all the great things that you're doing and drop everything. Like there's still so much amazing work that can be done. Um, But I think we just aren't told, okay, like you can just go off the birth control whenever you want to get pregnant, and that's most certainly not the case in my clinical experience. There are some women that that just happens, and that's fascinating to me, and I think that's great. I think I'm super happy for them. But there's also a lot of women that they don't even maybe get their cycle back the year off birth control. And so I'm thinking of kind of all the people in my mind who this past year and currently we're still kind of working on detoxing from the pill, reestablishing healthy hormones, getting their cycles in track and you know and I tell them depending on you know what they've got going on and how long they were on the pill and you know how quickly their period comes back it's definitely going to be a few months and plus especially coming off the birth control you don't want to just immediately be super depleted from a from a pharmaceutical that depletes you of tons and tons and tons of nutrients and then Hop into trying to get pregnant, where then again, your nutrients are incredibly depleted. You want to be repleted and replenished a little bit. I don't know if repleted is a word. I think it is. Whatever. I'm not an English major. But you want to be replenished, right? Like you want that that tank to be as as fueled and as primed as it can be. And so I think some really other good things to work on are eating really nutrient dense foods, right? I talk, I talk about all of these things in my online hormone course. So if you really want like an in-depth pre conception and fertility and pregnancy module, you're going to want that because I've gotten so much good feedback from people who are trying and they've gotten so many things that they can add in and they're feeling so much better. So I give a lot of that stuff away in the online hormone course, but you know, really just getting back to nutrient density, organ meats are great. I mean, if you, if you read any book and you are trying to work on optimal fertility, even if pregnancy is not your goal till years down the road, read the book, Real Food for Pregnancy, because those are the foods that you should be incorporating in your diet six to 12 months before you get pregnant in my opinion um they're obviously if you get pregnant and you just start incorporating them that's absolutely 1000 percent better than nothing but if you can start incorporating some of those things now right like liver is one of the biggest things that they talk about in that book spoiler alert it's it's one of the biggest and most important things and the reason is because of its nutrient density back in our the paleolithic days that was nature's multivitamin so currently i get the question a lot what What prenatal do I take? There's a really great one that I have on my website from Seeking Health. So if you go to drhalyshoff.com slash brands I love, I have all my favorites there. The Seeking Health one I love because I just so admire Dr. Ben Lynch. He's just so fascinating and I love him. Um, So I really do like that prenatal. But currently my prenatal is just a beef organ complex. And currently I'm using the one from Paleo Valley. I will link that in the show notes for you guys um, because... I just, I really like it. I like that, um, it has a multitude of organs, spleen, kidney, liver, all of those things, which is great. Cause I eat liver, but I don't eat kidney and I don't really eat spleen ever. I've never, I've actually never eaten spleen. I do have some suet, which is like the fat around the kidneys, but I've yet to make it. I will one day. Uh, but I really like paleo Valley because unlike pretty much any other desiccated organ supplement that I've used, they actually source regenerative farms within the United States, which is very cool. I love heart and soil. I've tried ancestral supplements and I love them. I love both the founders. They're phenomenal people and they're they're doing such great work to get high quality nutrition into people's hands. Um, and they source typically from New, New Zealand because New Zealand's grass fed standards are just incredibly high and it's a great thing. However, I love that Paleo Valley is sourcing here in the United States because We really desperately need our soils to be regenerated because if we want to grow food here long-term, uh, we really, we really need to start doing some work there. So that's, that's in a long way of saying it. That's the reason that I choose to support them. So currently my fertility or my prenatal is just a beef organ complex. My husband started taking it. That's, that was his like new year's resolution is he's going to start being a little bit more diligent with supplementation, which I thought was cool because you know, we eat very, very nutrient dense, but especially in the winter time, uh, you know, there's just there's just not as much um necessarily fresh nutrient density. Like we eat liver, we eat organ meats, we eat a ton of just healthy, grass fed, pasture raised meat, um, lots of bone broth in the winter. There's not a ton of vegetables. I actually have my aura organic greens right here. I don't typically do them a lot because we eat a lot of that stuff, you know, microgreens and stuff in the summer and all of that, but in the winter it's just not as accessible, and so um, that was one of his goals, which is cool. And if he sticks with any of the supplements, I think the the organ complex would be the best one. I mean, it's going to be the best one for both of us. That way, you know, it's the most bioavailable form of B vitamins. You get choline, which choline is incredible for a developing baby. Um, it's really important for your cell membranes. It's a really great uh, it's a really great nutrient for helping your hormones develop because so much of your hormones require healthy fat and like the fat soluble nutrients that go with it. It's super high in vitamin A, not high to the point of toxicity because obviously like real retinol can be a toxicity, but that's really only even if you eat like polar bear liver, because that's like the absolute highest. And that's if you eat like ounces and ounces a day and I've never had polar bear liver, nor do I ever think I will. Um, And vitamin A is incredible. Um, Liver does have vitamin D, which is great. And all of these are bioactive forms. So spoiler alert, that is probably like the best nutrient that you need to be adding in. There's there's a lot of other ones and there's other ones that can come from plants, but um, you just can't find that nutrient density that you can find in liver and other sources. And I think that, again, this goes for both males and females. If you can incorporate those things, it's going to be so incredibly beneficial, not side note to the fact that it does drastically help improve a healthy libido, um, which is fun for everybody. So that's important. Um, obviously, cause you don't want to make conception feel like it's work. So, you know, have the nutrients to make your body feel optimal because if libido is feeling like work or being intimate with your partner does feel like work, um, probably not like what your body's asking for, because libido is a sign of health, of vibrance, of, you know, like everything is working, all of your hormones are in where they need to be. And if you're not feeling that, then do you, are you, are you replenished enough? Like, do you have everything you need? Is your cup fill enough to be able to take on what potentially comes next? Um, you know, these are interesting, really interesting questions that we would have, that our ancestors Like, kind of intuitively new, but we are just kind of really out of touch with sometimes these signs and symptoms on what this all means. So a huge thing, like I said, and kind of talked about earlier is really decreasing your toxic burden, you know, really start first with like your personal care products, things that you use probably the most because those endocrine disrupting chemicals are really going to impact your hormones to the point where they can throw off ovulation, they can throw off your estrogen balance, and all of those things can impact how easy or difficult it might be to have a regular cycle and therefore conceive. So those are kind of things that I would start working on um and you know start chipping away at which I'm sure most of you guys already have. I see what you guys I see the changes that you guys have made when you tag me on things or reach out to me on social media. I see a lot of the changes that you guys have made and it's incredible. So just kind of throwing out that friendly reminder that if you haven't done that already. Um, let's see, what else are we going to say here? So a huge part about this is the stress that comes around with getting pregnant. And I think that's really hard because some people want kids so bad. And I've, I've been on the phone with women and they are just like crying because how of how badly they want to be pregnant and like how stressed they are that they're not pregnant. And, and I, I have been like, tearing on the phone with them because I just, I feel their pain and I feel just so bad for them. Um, But unfortunately that type of stress is such a double-edged sword. Any stress is a double-edged sword because stress is going to inhibit or make ovulation much, much, much more difficult. And so if our body is stressed and we don't feel safe, it does not want to procreate. So Stress can look at like many forms. It can be a really toxic work environment. It could be a job that you hate. It could be it could be you burning the candle at both ends with working and working out and not getting enough sleep. It can look like stressing about things that you can't control. It can be stressing about the world that we live in. It could be it could be a multitude of different things. It could be environmental chemicals. It could be mold. It could be parasites. Stress comes in many, many, many different forms. But when the body doesn't feel safe, It's going to tell you when I lost my mom last January, I lost my cycle from January until March. And it really didn't come back until like it. So I, I lost it for a full month and then it was like a 40 day cycle. I know I didn't ovulate. And then it was like another 48 day cycle. And then I finally got it back on, you know, 32, 33, 32 days um, after that. But it just goes to show how trauma and how stress can affect you and, That was very stressful to lose a cycle, but I also knew at the same time why it was happening. You know, that's why bodybuilders potentially lose a cycle because obviously their body fat is so minimal. They're doing hours of cardio on top of strength training with minimal food. And it's just like your body's like, nope, we're done. And so it shuts things down. Not everyone loses their cycle, not a knock at bodybuilding by any means. I just work with a lot of bodybuilders. So I see that a lot and we work to kind of help balance that. So I mean, I'd say if you get anything out of this podcast, it's that one, you have to know that sometimes this might take time, um, to, to, to optimize your body, not that, okay, you are going to work on preconception and like just boosting fertility for five years. I don't know. I mean, have you had a regular cycle? I mean, that that's very dependent, but, but working on your health to be in a place of optimum, really sound health is, is really important. And two, really just the magnitude of stress and how stress can so heavily dictate what our hormones are doing or not doing. Um, So I'd say that's probably the biggest one. And again, that's hard because again, when people are really trying to get pregnant and they're not, that's a huge stressor that then eventually just ends up biting you in the foot because you're stressing about something that you want, but then the stressing is just making that even harder to happen in the first place. And and I see that even with people who like are really just trying to get a regular period, but they're stressing because they didn't get their period. And then the stress is just going to continue to prolong it. And so I know that that's easier said than done, but really finding outlets that you can manage your stress and, you know, better, better adapt your body to dealing with it, working through it, so that you're not internalizing it and constantly stressing about it, if that helps. So um, so yeah, like I said, if you guys want to really kind of take a deep dive, my online hormone course has a full dive into all this, but hopefully this gives you a really good start. You've got some homework to do with reading the book, Real Food for Pregnancy, it's great. If you are struggling with even getting a cycle, missing a cycle, I really, really recommend the book, The Period Repair Manual. It's a really great book. I love it. uh, Dr. Jolene Brighton's book Beyond the Pill is amazing, especially if you're coming off birth control. So you've got a lot of really, really, really good resources that you can check out and really kind of start to implement, which I think is really empowering. But I'd love to hear where you guys are at in your journey if this is something you're thinking about. Uh, I know a lot of people you know, I, hormones is kind of like my thing. It's what I do. It's what I talk about. And I feel like more and more and more, I'm hearing people want to learn more about fertility. They want to learn about preconception. They want to learn about all of these things that, that isn't really mainstream at all. Um, it's not really talked about, um, you know, preconception should have, I should have coined and defined the term, but essentially preconception is all the things you do prior to conception, obviously, but you know, how, how important that stage can be for, for your health, for the baby's health, um, everything, and for just making it a, a, hopefully a smoother journey. I think that that can be really important. So um, I would love to hear your feedback if you have any, your questions, and if you, like I said, if you wanna learn more, my hormone course dives into all of this, plus all kind of all the other root cause things. If you haven't taken it, if you have taken my online hormone course, but you haven't seen the new module, it is up. It is, it's been up for a few months now. Um, but if you hadn't received the notification that it's up, go in and watch it because you're going to love it. Um, but yeah, that's up for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope this gives you some tangible tips to go out and really, really take action. Thanks for listening.